Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 13 of Theater Nerd Confidential. I am your host, Claire. You guys, I'll make this intro short because we have a very special and long episode for you to enjoy, but I need to tell you this story. This weekend, I went with my friend Katie kayaking for the first time, and it was amazing. I've never done it before. It was so therapeutic and relaxing. But at first, didn't start off on the best foot in the sense of we drove to this uh, river and we went off of a dock um, to get into the kayak. Now, there was a lot of people at this dock and there were actually like these high school kids who would help people get in and out of the kayaks. So my friend Katie <laughs> tries. To, she's like, OK, like, um, I'll help you get in. Um, and thank God I said, I just, as you guys know, with my perils and plights with my phone, I go, why don't you take my phone? Because I've never done this before and just take my phone. So she goes, great. She holds on, <laughs> holds on to my phone and she tells me that I have to crab walk into it. Now, I just want to paint a picture for you guys. Last time I crabbed walk, I think I was four years old in gymnastics class. So that's something far from my memory and also just normal everyday doings, doings. Um, so I, I sort of blacked out. <laughs> I go down and I step into the kayak and my friend told me afterwards that I was fully in, but I flipped over immediately. <laughs> I literally sat down and it just went over and I was soaked from feet to collarbone, not head, not head, which I'm very proud of because I was wearing a cute hat, that, so that didn't get soaked. But I just saw one of the high school boys' faces, <laughs> and it was utter shock that I had flipped over. His jaw was dropped. It was one of the most <laughs> – it was embarrassing – and also just, I expected that to happen. I did not plan it any other way. My friend said that she's never seen it happen and she's kayaked for years. So, um, yeah, I just had to tell you that story because I think it's hilarious. I have so many mosquito bites and my knees are completely bruised because I really did myself in when I, when I went over. But anyway, let's get into this week's episode because this is a very special episode. I have... Drum roll, drum roll, please. I have Sarah and Paige Urquhart on this week's episode, and we discuss The Sound of Music Live. Now, I do need to preface before uh, we begin this. The last time I watched Sound of Music Live was with Sarah, actually. We were in college. It was our senior year, and we watched it together, and we're inebriated. We played in a drinking game that I don't remember any of the rules of, but let me tell you something, it worked. It did its job. Um, so without further ado, I will stop blabbing. Let's get into it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have two very special guests today. I am gushing with the joy and pride to bring these two on. We've talked about them and they're finally here together. The Urka twins, Sarah and Paige. Hi, I'm gushing to be here. <laughs> Hello, I'm always gushing. <laughs> uh, 
for all my I'm, true fans. I'm blushing that. and gushing. Blushing and gushing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ladies, how are you? Surviving. Amazing. Oh, okay. wow. <laughs> wow. That was definitely right. the beginning responses of quarantine. <laughs> well, listen, I am so glad to have you guys here, and I'm happy to have you review The Sound of Music live with me. So excited. So excited. I just want to say, like, uh, yesterday, I, I tried to find it for a good 45 minutes, <laughs> and I texted the group. I was like, hey, guys, I can't find it, and Paige texts back two minutes later being like, is this it? You <laughs> found, found it. it immediately. In an instant. Yeah. It was yeah. just like hacker activated. I know. <laughs> I was like, you're Mr. Robot now. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, it worked out. And it was a nice reminder to donate to, you know, actors funds and stuff exactly. like that. During yeah. This yeah. Time. I found the link is, it's still active, but yeah, it looks like it's still a donation link from about, yeah three months ago. So if you're interested in watching it based off of this podcast, I'll put it in the description of this episode. Yeah, hopefully. I'll put the link in the description of this episode. I hope you'll be interested to watch it. Um, It's free. Let's preface that. Yeah. Free. So when was the last time you guys saw this? Because it premiered on NBC December 5th, 2013. It would be, uh, the last time I saw it would have been December 5th. (laughs) 2013. Um, I have Same. a guilty admission. I had my my theater students watch this on a sub day. So <gasps> probably two years ago, my kids, I watched it to make sure there wasn't any questionable content. But yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So it's two years wholesome. Ago. It was on NBC. Yeah. yeah. I, when we watched it on December 5th, we were still in college. It was our senior year. And me and we were all roommates. Yeah. And me and Sarah watched it together in my room. Yeah. And I think we had a drinking game for it. We I don't did. remember the rules. You remember the rules? There's probably a joke about Carrie Underwood somewhere in that. And yeah, then... I think it was like every time we were like, every time Audra made us like gag, we were it like, it was definitely ah! Audra because yeah. the whole we I like was waterfalling. Drunk I was yeah, I was done by ten minutes in, and you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, we yeah. drank Bacardi and Coke. cranberry juice, and no Coke too, didn't we? Was oh, it just... okay, yeah, I just remember. it was a mix. It was I can't drink Bacardi anymore, so I don't either. <laughs> from that, I can tell you from my perspective because we all we did all live together. Mm-hmm. I remember I was in the suite that night you guys watched it, but I think I had an assignment or something, so I wasn't like a hundred percent invested. But I would hop in a few times, and just like I'm sure it wasn't entirely the drinking game, but I do remember there was like hopping at one point, and you guys were actually like evaluating it and commenting on it, and then the next time was pure chaos. So I was like. What happened in the last 40 minutes? I do Audra. not know. Audra happened. <laughs> Audra happened. We were waterfalling hard. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. So just to give a little overview of it, for those who have not seen it, the cast was a combination of like Broadway like superstars. Agreed. And Insane. superstars just in general and mainstream. Very so true. We've mentioned her, Audra McDonald, Mother Abbas. Max Detwa, well, actually, Frau Schrader was played by Laura Benanti, who Laura is Benanti. a queen. A New Jersey queen, let's add. A New Jersey queen. I know. You get, <laughs> you get her. <laughs> Max <laughs> Detweiler was played by Christian Ball. My Broadway crush. Yes. He's I so, love he's him. so good. Mm-hmm. And then Captain Von Trapp, Stephen Moyer. Who or plays the vampire. Plays <laughs> the vampire in True Blood. It's okay. It's okay. And then Maria Carrie Underwood. 
<laughs> so the show begins. <laughs> we open to the voice of an angel, Audra McDonald singing in Latin. Dominus Domino Meo, sedia dextris you know, as any good dream starts. <laughs> Audrey McDonald singing in Latin. Yeah, and then, I mean, it's just, that song I would normally fast forward through, but because it's her, I did not. Yeah, I will say a couple things about the opening scene. I love, overall, I love the practical set on this mm-hmm. production. Like, the way they staged the set and the way they compacted all the scenes yeah. and the transitions between those sets is like, chef kiss beautiful and mm-hmm. same, the same comes true in this opening number where we see the the aisles and the beautiful architecture i just i love this opening moment mm-hmm. i would love to see like the behind the scenes shots of how they filmed everything because it was okay. live i would love to see them running with like the cameras and trying to get everything done i feel like that'd be really cool they're probably yeah. like on the dvd like special features say, i yeah. did hear there was a dvd release and there is a making of the live production. i have that dvd so i will have to screen record my reaction to it and send it to you guys yes <laughs> yeah. please do it's so in my watch classroom sarah yeah. watching the recording of the sound of music live yeah, very you know. meta yeah. But I, I have to say with that scene, when Audra's expression of seeing the empty pew thing, brilliant. It is. <laughs> subtle, it is. subtle little choices. It is so good. Oh, oh I forgot. There's a fun fact. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't bring this up, but Paige and I actually played nuns as eighth graders in the local summer production of The Sound of Music. So Did you guys have it's a solo? So- no, no God, no. Well, no, it's actually funny. I was taking, obviously, I took notes when I watched this, and mm-hmm. It is way too late where I write, wait a second, oh, I gotta find <laughs> Like halfway into the show, she remembers <laughs> like, she did the show. It's literally my second to last note. I literally just remembered that I understudied Liesel. I played Baroness Elberfeld for the party and we both sang as nuns in the Abbey. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, I did not have a solo, obviously. Um, I was a nun and I helped the little kids get changed in their costumes. So My dream was to play Brigida, but that's fun. Iconic. I wanted to play Kurt so bad. <laughs> Kurt is, I literally wrote Kurt's my dream role in the show. Kurt is so, so good. good. Agreed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and guys, the, the first feel, scene's lovely. Oh yeah, and feel free to help me out with any plot points or interject in any way, because I tried to take <laughs> the best notes I could, but I, it was hard. Very <laughs> detailed, let me tell you. Okay, good. And that, so after this, mm-hmm. we open to The Hills Are Alive. Mm-hmm. The Hills Are Alive. With songs they have sung for a thousand years. My note was Carrie is looking a lot like Kirsten, the American Girl doll. (laughs) (laughs) I I said she comes off as the perfect Mormon wife. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a good. I said I could see the fear in her eyes at the start, but then Mm -hmm. at one point she looked dead at the camera. And it was literally like, a begging I will go. A begging I will go. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I the Dario. <laughs> a begging, begging I will, I will go. go. <laughs> yeah, she was so nervous. And I mean, granted, it is a lot of pressure. Wait, can yes. we pause? Can we pause? Do people understand the a begging I will go? I think we, that did, I think we went over it one time. Well, we should. We can explain it again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Paige, you want to take the lead? Paige, take the lead. Poorly, of course. Um, The three of us went and saw um, the the Globe Theater was traveling to the U.S. and they put Mm -hmm. up 
Hamlet and the three of us went and got tickets. And at one point, um, the actress who was playing the queen uh, pulled out a banjo or stringed instrument of some kind and they were all singing, a big and I will go, a big and I will go. And for some reason, all we could observe was that this queen was just dead-eyeing Claire for like a minute straight. Yeah. And just like playing to her and gesturing to her for and an uncomfortably like- long amount of time. And I turn to you guys, I'm like, is she looking at me? And you're she like, yes. Enthusiastically nodded. Yeah. 100%. I know what's like worse is I the was wearing up. Yeah, so the lights were on. You could see that we saw her seeing us. And mm-hmm. Claire, what were you wearing? I was wearing an orange shirt. So that's why I really think I did stick out like a sore thumb. And I should mm. wear orange on auditions more. Yeah, also, there's just, a kindness, will go. Yeah, there's just a kindness to your face that we just had to acknowledge in that moment, so. Yeah. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Oh, oh wait, going back to Carrie singing, she sounded a little like a frog in the beginning. Yeah, Oof. a little, fro- little, little froggy. Her voice is I so can, good. Yeah, like, overall, what I would say is Carrie Underwood is an amazing singer. At no point was I questioning the pitch no. or, like, you know, the, the actual quality of um, maybe just like the voice. But yeah, I do, I do have some vocal notes overall. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the dynamics. It, um, I, I know we're, I'm probably jumping ahead, but the Lonely Goat Herd is my favorite thing ever in the musical because one, Julie Andrews is iconic. Um, but it's just so playful and light and airy. And then Carrie Underwood comes in like a steamroller. <laughs> she comes in straight up yodeling. She's like, yeah, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> You're like, this it is, is real. This is real. Away. I know. I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I wrote yeah. that a couple yeah. times. That dynamics musically was the big issue for yeah. Maria. Yeah. I will, again, back to the set. The lighting in that wood setting is yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. The overlays they have and the templates they use to get like the, yeah. the God Ray effect was freaking amazing. Like set design, chef kiss again. Shout out. Mm-hmm. That was filmed on Long Island. Long Island pride. <laughs> yes. I did look it up because I wanted to know where the studio was and I did, I did spot that. It's in Babylon? No. Yeah. Beth, Beth no, Beth, Beth Page, isn't it? Beth Page. Beth Page. You're right. Yeah. Beth Sorry. Page Studio. She would have mm-hmm. remembered. It has her name in it. No. <laughs> Actually, yes. Okay. I'm very concerned. That's exactly why. Uh, that gets us to, how do you solve a problem like Well, wait, Maria? can I just say oh, one thing? Totally. Remember her? Mm-hmm. Did you guys see when she slipped? <laughs> when she was like, like a light. <laughs> you didn't what? see? Bay caught me slipping. Oh, my God. She what? slipped. You're going to have to rewatch it. At what part? She goes, she goes to, wait, she goes, like a light? Or, or maybe. Through the night. Like a well, maybe through the oh, night. Through the night, and okay. she like literally like slipped down the mountain a little bit. <gasps> what? How did I? But miss she recovered that? well. I guess it was subtle enough where I. Uh, but I'm <laughs> very I judgmental. I'm sure you're right. I missed it. I must have been taking thorough notes on her dynamics at the oh time. Oh my god. Yeah. So then we cut to after that. How do we solve a problem like Maria? How do you solve a problem like Maria? How do you catch a cloud and pin it down? How do you find a word that means Maria? A flipperty gibbet, a will o' the wisp, a cloud. Many a thing you know you'd like to tell her. Many a thing she ought to understand. I said Aud- Audra is dreamy. She's just too perfect. Yeah. 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 I wrote down. Oh. What's that page? No, please, please. Well, I was going to say, why is the nun with uh, glasses screaming? (laughs) (laughs) 
She's like, wait, no, wait, no, I'm like, Jesus, please. Let's I can out. understand though, because that's how I am in a group. Like I just get loud. So I was I I kind of related to her as like the mean, shrewd looking one. So yeah. mood. A mood. <laughs> it was. And I'm okay with that. But I hear you. She was a little she was a little bit much. Yeah. Mm. Um I thought the sisters were very playful in that scene. I thought I agree. The, how they bounced off each other was very, yeah. very playful overall. Yeah. It was so playful to the fact that when they went back to Maria. Maria seemed so deadpan and like boring yes. and like plain and like goody two shoes. I was like, the strict nuns are more fun than yes. Maria. A hundred percent. Even the mean nun who likes order was more playful and goofy in that scene than Maria was in in um, Mother's Office. The next scene like, with Audra. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Like the acting from Carrie Underwood was so. I wrote a little robotic. She's it's like, so but mad. I want to go to the mountains. I love the it, mountains. It kills me because that's my favorite line. That one of my favorite Maria lines. She goes, "I could never be lost on that mountain. That's my mountain." It's like such a beautiful line. She's like, line. "Mother, I could never be lost on that mountain." It's. It was like a five-year-old reading a line. Today. Yeah. And then favorite things. Ugh. Colored ponies and crisp apple strudels, doorbells and sleigh bells and schnitzel with noodles, wild geese that fly with the moon on their wings. These are a few of my favorite things. Girls in white dresses with blue satin sashes, snowflakes that stay on my nose and eyelashes. She was feeling her oats in that song. It was like, okay. That's yeah. when she came to life. Agreed. Which makes sense for any kind of nervous performer. It takes like mm-hmm. the first like two or three for you to get out of your head. And it seemed like that's where she was starting to be like, she was with Audra. Mm-hmm. It was comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, I'm, I'm in the space and kind of out of it. And it, that mm-hmm. was probably one of the better points. For me too, my favorite points for her yeah. actually happened to be with, with Audra. Because I think I agree. Audra is that kind of performer where she just brings out the best in yes. the other performer. It happens at the, at the end of act one. Or, or, I guess it's... Act one. Yeah, climb over mountain. Yeah. yeah. That was the of, that moment. best acting. I agree for Carrie. So I agree with you, Paige. I think Audra is that scene partner that really pulls that heart out of the other actor when they're performing. She's Juilliard trained, for Christ's sake. I mean, of course she's going to get, she can get a plank of wood to perform that. <laughs> <laughs> they get Tony nominated. Yeah. And she did. And she did. And they won awards for this. So we should all thank Audra. We, we should all think. They did she, win awards. They won, they won an, an Emmy as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. Did anybody win for uh, acting? Um, I don't know. I, I actually need to check. Sure. I think they won for directing and they won for... Yeah, they deserve that. Something mm-hmm. else. I need to check. I apologize. I costume design because the costumes oh, were gorgeous. really good. And quick, the quick changes have to be really challenging on this kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, wait. Just one thing. When she slapped the desk... Oh, my <laughs> God. It was so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> She's, like, so playful that she just goes... Oh, but it's like whoa what i think happened is with the direction because i could kind of see it from the director's perspective yeah. i think she missed her cue for the table slam because audrey had to cross for that beat to work <laughs> like i was focusing on all the pauses and there was this moment she was trying to build this moment of like i slammed the mother's desk i'm gonna get in trouble yeah uh, audrey passes does it you know lightens the mood but yeah. because audrey had to cross for the camera to happen it all happened late so it just came off as really awkward and forced uh, yeah mm. But I felt so bad because it's like, she's doing the direction. She, I think she was just like a half beat too late and then came off as like, whoa, girl, where are you coming from? That That's a good, good deconstruction there. I didn't, I didn't catch that. Well, yeah, I just, I, yeah, sorry. 
It just, I had to think it has to be something like a timing thing. And that's one of my biggest complaints for direction. Mm-hmm. A lot of the issues are mostly actor led in the show, but my direction note, I'm guessing it's because of TV. Yeah. They cut so many dramatic pauses down to a quarter of what I would say they should be. That's so like anytime there was like a really good moment, instead of it being like five seconds of like this held dramatic pause, it was like one. Yeah. I'm like, come on guys, like and build that tension. The transition from song to like lines was immediate. Like there was yeah. no pause. I pause. completely agree with you. Cool. I think right. that's really just translating it to TV because the yeah. people who I, I was trying to figure out where maybe some of those issues arose. Obviously, casting is I think part of it, and I understand why they cast people for mm-hmm. the head roles for like movie and TV. Um, but the the director, the stage director, and the choreographer is Rob Ashton, who mm-hmm. choreographed like several Broadway shows and directed several shows. So he's coming from a theater background. So you really can't point the finger at him. I think there's moments they missed. Um, but yeah, I think some of it is just maybe potentially, I, I don't know what the rehearsal TV, time yeah. was either. Yeah. I don't know how Probably. long they rehearsed for this. I'm sure it's TV production saying, hey, we have to get to commercial in three seconds. Mm-hmm. So we have to that mm-hmm. pause. Like it yeah, has to yeah. happen. Yeah, no, yeah I mean, just the scene itself too. Like Audra, mm-hmm. the singing and acting that she does is a master class. Like yeah, any yeah. young performer should watch her yes. perform. <laughs> like it's so good. Agreed. And that's why I would say for those of you like, oh, should you watch it? You should watch it for Audra mm. and Laura Benanti, my God. And Chris- yes. And Kristen. And, and yeah, but I mean, he's always great. You could watch like anything he's ever done. It's great. But like those two ladies, I've never loved their characters so much in the show. Yeah. Well, let's also point out like the big difference between what I think they did very well on this compared to like, if you are going to compare it to the movie, which mm-hmm. I think is a very unfair comparison is they did not do a movie version of the show. They did no. the musical version. Mm-hmm. So there's key things like, um, I have confidence is not in the show, mm-hmm. but those extra scenes with Max and Elsa are Happy in the show. Survive. Yeah. Stuff like All that. Of those are in there. And they also changed Laura Benanti's character a little bit, Elsa's character. And they, took out some of that extra motivation that kind of made her like a bad character. Mm-hmm. They took it out just to make her not another like antagonist figure, which I think was a really good choice. Agreed. Yeah. It, focused, it focused what the true antagonism was and it's not on these like individual players, but w- the setting and where they're at in Austria, you know? Yeah, yeah that's true. That, we're that is we're going very point. serious on this one. <laughs> so sorry. Okay. Sorry. Um, Let's transition uh, to plot. Let's transition to plot. So Marie is bad at being a nun and Mother Abbess is shipping her off <laughs> to be a governess <laughs> to Georg, Captain Von Trapp. Yeah, and it's for seven God's kids. will. Oh, I will gosh. make one point. I did not remember his first name and I really thought his first name was Gaylord. <laughs> no, it's... because I, I know. Gaylord. It's Gaylord. It's George like, without right the it's yeah. George without the eighth band. I looked yeah. it up because I was like, are they calling him a Gaylord? And I know that was a real name. I know that was a real name. So yeah. I was like, it could be. It could yeah, be like, his meet name. the parents. Gaylord Fokker. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's Georg. <laughs> Georg on trap. Yeah. Yes. So. Um, so the sets are unbelievable. We open in the house and the captain mm-hmm. is very strict with his whistle. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say very constipated because that's the look most of the time it is but i was very attracted to steven boyer in this i agree (laughs) i think i'm attracted to a constipated look i agree i think he was very like handsome in the role he -hmm. fit the character arc that you know most men play for it but Mm -hmm. he also softened towards it that i hadn't seen other actors do so i enjoyed him yeah and so when maria enters (laughs) (laughs) oh god she she prays (laughs) immediately in their house this felt very like I'm gonna be honest, a little like like radical religion esque to me. Like it was a little intense. I was like, Ooh. she came on. Hmm. I mean, she's a nun. 
-hmm. but like the way she was constantly like it just felt a little intense like maria was light about it you know when she prayed she was like oh and god bless kurt like whatever kurt where this one was like (sighs) maybe that's carrie you know, I she's think, like, I think that's uber, a bit of she's scary. uber Christian. Yeah, I, think that's why she, I think that's why she took the role, honestly. I, don't know. I will say, dude, when <laughs> the kids enter and Brigida is reading the book, I was, uh, Sarah, I remember distinctly us being like, Brigida's an MT. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Brigida yeah, yeah, yeah. is a future MT. 100%. For those who don't know the lingo, that's musical theater major. Yeah. She, she was selling everything she did with so much, like, emphasis and physicality. I was like, yeah, she's already in a college program at eight. Like, <laughs> Yeah, Carnegie Mellon bound. That one. Yeah, you know. I know we talked about dynamics before, but it, it became painfully obvious in Do Re Mi because she starts by just like it's her introduction to the children and the father just left and she's like practically in her tone even before she starts singing she's shout yelling at the children on how to sing a scale (laughs) she's yelling at them she seemed very impatient about music initially she's like oh let me let me um let me explain it to you then (laughs) they're like the children have never heard music or sang before but they have perfect pitch and can harmonize pisses me off is we know the kids sang because they had these songs in their house when their mom was around so like um liesel would know freaking edelweiss and you know what i mean like she just made <laughs> edelweiss edelweiss she just chose to say no yeah like something i noticed as well with the initial song is i don't think they're aware of how audible they were it was just very loud do re me. So it just like, I imagined the, the initially, I, I imagine the music coach was just like, projection children. I need you to enunciate and scream every yeah. word of this song. I know. And what ended up happening was they ran around and they were all out of the breath by the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, Paige, that is such a good point. I was thinking that too. I'm like, they're so out of breath like when yeah. they're dancing on the fountain. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And we at one an point, in- Carrie's like, no, you try. Like, you take a breath in the middle. <laughs> Um, yeah we have an inside joke with my family because when we were kids we did beauty and the beast and i had to speak lines after the song be our guest and i'm so out of breath from kicking all stuff i go thank you lumiere dinner was delicious and i'm like super out of breath in the recording so we always like mimic it to this day and her talking after go Me was um um triggering because i remember how out of breath i was and i was like there it was very relatable because it was very very staggered breathing after I that one. It. It's hard. Singing <laughs> oh, and dancing and moving. It's hard. I can barely stand still and sing without breathing like that. Yeah, exactly. So, so let's leave it to the professionals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So after this, it, go- it goes to 16 going 16 on 17. going on 17, yeah. You are 16 going on 17. Baby, it's time to think. Better beware, be canny and careful. Baby, you're on the brink. You are 16, going on 17. Fellows will fall in love. So is Rolf 30 years old? Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you. I said, that is one grown looking 17 year old. He's got a five o'clock shadow. Yeah, he's like, you're 16 going on 17. I'm 28 going on 29. I know that I'm a man. Like, it was problematic. I will say the two of them are so like away from each other they're so well fitting that part yes just when you put a very young looking Liesl like she probably really is 19 18 yeah he is probably in his mid to late 20s it just doesn't work he was fantastic his voice was amazing and it it, hot I was very attracted he was gorgeous as as a almost 30 year old woman I'm allowed to be attracted to him because he's not 17 yeah he was 45 (laughs) (laughs) somebody age Um, check that guy but I will say the dancing, I was just about to say they're dancing. I love the choreography. Cause I think everyone knows the gazebo scene, like every beat of that dance number is so gorgeous. I thought they did a great job of like respecting that and like loving that version, but then adding their own personal touches. Yeah. But can I also say side note, staging it in the woods was a bit twilight for me. Like I know <laughs> what you are. Say it out loud. A Nazi. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh my god it, it had that energy the whole time for me and i couldn't stop i was thinking into the woods he reminded me of the wolf and in into yeah, the woods. at one point point, he was like lurking around her i'm like yes, this is very around the trees of that. yeah, yeah I, I think, think predatory. Predatory. yeah in the woods definitely puts on a more predatory yeah stance <laughs> <laughs> yeah i loved it though i loved every daunting and terrifying moment but there was no um, we at the end. The most uncomfortable wee! thing. <laughs> <laughs> the oh iconic wee! <laughs> Which one of you nailed it, Sarah? Wow. <laughs> Sarah, I didn't even try. Can you even, Claire, could you potentially line that up with the original and see how it's, I think it's yes. to fit. <laughs> I think I, th- I will do that. <laughs> well, you know, I just watched that movie a lot. So, but no, um. I do say I love the little heart carving. It was a nice, like, nonverbal cue to show, like, what he felt, and yeah, it was sweet. But we know he's he's gonna ditch her. Um. Oh, so then we cut to Maria's room mm-hmm. <laughs> with okay, the maid again. Why does she sound like she's seeing a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> Maria is a ghost. She's a ghost. Everyone in like, here is a ghost. She's like these curtains can will not be here tomorrow. It's like. <laughs> watch it again it the way she speaks sounds like she's seeing a ghost the entire show and then the next morning when maria wakes up she goes oh the the nurse came in we haven't had a nurse for 30 years (laughs) the nurse that died in the fire (laughs) exactly how she delivered that line oh god yeah i will say the the stage thunder actually scared my dog last night so (laughs) there is a sense of realism my dog literally hid from the thunder last night if i had to take away one line from that scene that encapsulated the entire review for me it would be maybe if we sing loud enough we won't hear the thunder (laughs) and then proceed to scream scream sing the entire musical (laughs) yeah I said, I feel like uh, in the same scene, I, I feel like Carrie is just screaming most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> By the down. way, Marta's face acting was unreal. That girl's like, somebody, somebody, something. <laughs> she was like, she was like Mae West. It was she so really crazy. was. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, there's not much to say about Lonely Goat Herd. It wasn't fun to watch just because it's so loud. 
even oh, even a, yeah oh, I'm sorry I, Claire I do like it yeah she actually the yodeling went on more of an American yodel mm -hmm. if you actually pick it apart yes. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if she has yodeling experience because it it was a vocally it was actually a very strong I think, performance. I think she what does. defines somebody as having yodeling experience <laughs> well she's a country singer and she's from the Oklahoma. Midwest mm -hmm. yeah so yodeling is prevalent there um <laughs> How do you think know. they get their goats in? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I think she does. I think she can, does yodeling and stuff. <laughs> Guys, really you heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first, Carrie Underwood. Famous yodeler. <laughs> Add it to her resume. High on a hill was a lonely goat herd. They yodelay, yodelay, people. Loud was the voice of the lonely goat herd. They yodelay, yodelay. Folks in a town that was quite remote heard lay yodelay yodelay hee-hoo Lusty and clear from the goat herd's throat heard lay yodelay yodelay So what is after this? Because I just wrote Laura how, how can love survive? Which is... <laughs> You said you said what? I just we said, what happened? Laura, I just wrote Laura Benanti. I wrote yeah, Laura Benanti. I love her. Yes, um, it's called How Can Love Survive. It's the introduction of. Oh, um, she's really shooting her Max. shot in that song. Oh God, mm. it's so good. I said she plays like this perfect rich b. I can't. I don't. I don't know. Are we allowed to cuss? Are yeah. we cussing? She plays the perfect rich bitch that I just want to root for. Like yeah. yes, be a CEO. Yes, get the rich boy. Like I was so pumped for her. Little shack, do you share with me? We do not flee from a mortgagee. Nary a care in the world have we. How can love survive? You're fond of bonds and you own a lot. I have a plane and a diesel yacht. Plenty of like <laughs> the line about what did she say can i and i smoke a big cigar oh god she was just, yeah. i'm so happy they just stayed on his face for that reaction yeah. it was good yeah i loved everything about the scene i said larvin auntie i said christian my love i said i would marry him in an instant i'm talking about max of course mm -hmm. um i said he's just heavenly i just love I said both the of them. scene and the acting revived me i was yeah. like yeah yeah it was so yeah, necessary. Perfectly timed uh, redemption from all the Carrie moments. Yeah, before I think that song, I think that scene in the musical gets ignored because it it's not something very iconic. Mm -hmm. So you're just like, okay, let's take a breather. I take a breather. Let me go back to the kids. They're adorable. Let me go back to Maria. She's yes. great. This scene did the complete opposite. And then actually being able to listen to it, maybe just because of current day, I'll make it a little serious again. But one of the quotes I really liked was, now is not the time to make enemies, let's make some friends. Like talking yeah, about yeah. politics without talking about politics. I agree. Um, it just showed how it much more interesting that character was than even as like a kid, I understood. Like she was so much more aware of what this conversation, what was leading, um, to, you know, to, it was just very interesting. It's an incredible performance. Yeah, that's a great point, Paige. Agreed. I like the themes of it in this kind of climate we're in right now. Just yeah. the rich getting richer and like accepting like to play the the middle guy. Yeah. It was interesting to see both of them kind of say, oh, come on, yeah. um, Von Trapp, like just go along with it. Stop being a righteous, like know-it-all kind of attitude. It was interesting. Yeah. And I have to say, <laughs> Matt, speaking of rich, when Max goes, I like rich people. I like the way they live. I, li I, I like the way I live I when I'm with them. them. Yeah. I'm like, that's my new motto. Yeah. <laughs> Max is that, that like poor guy that mooches off of you, but you still love him. Yeah. 
his character is so interesting too because if you don't like if you're watching this for the first time you would think he's just there tagging along with elsa's care or elsa or mm -hmm. laura's character mm -hmm. but then as soon as you know we get to the second half and max is still there he and he's stays. more of like an uncle figure yeah. the character is completely different but there's not really a scene to define why that change happens or if he's like that the whole time he's just like multi-layered and I, I, I disagree with you. I think there is a scene. I think it's jumping ahead, but in act two, when they sing that second song with Laura and Max and Von Trapp, mm -hmm. that argument, when Max, when he says, get his head in the lion's mouth, I think that's a shift for Max's character when he goes and answers the call mm -hmm. from Berlin. Mm -hmm. I think he realizes, he's like, oh, I think I'm playing the middle ground, but I'm going to get bit off. Like, so he decides to put his foot down there and join Von Trapp. So I disagree with you. I think he does have that moment in the show. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Okay. Jumping ahead, sorry guys. No, it's okay. <laughs> and then, do the kids come in after this? Uh, yeah, the kids somebody... come in with their curtain closed. Ki curtain closed kids. Oh my god, leapfrogging! And he's yeah. like, "My children in curtain wear." He they're, really they're quite popular like amongst the village. You know that whole thing. Oh, and, and I wrote Carrie. The tears are just not coming when she's berating him about his children. Don't I hate that? Do not force fake crying. Just do the emotion, and agreed. we'll respect that more. Because then the recovery seems so, sh like, so short, where she had to recover. I'm sorry I said those to you, or at least I, at, like, in that way. Yeah. Like, the way she had to recover for it, because she thought her stakes and her emotion had to be so high. Yeah. You can't come back from that statement and be, like, apologetic. I don't know. Yeah, it came off very, very stiff. Yeah. I don't know what's worse, though, giving no emotion like she was in the first Audra scene, or pushing too much and it coming off as just unrealistic. I think the, the passion should be there 100%, right? Like, you should be passionate and believe in that moment that these kids are the most amazing thing in the world and this father's missing out on that, but also not saying, like, because of the, that passion, I have to be tearful about yeah. it. Just the fake, like, and the, you don't know, like, that? Yeah. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, you're right, you're right. And then that, that cuts us to the kids singing um, The Sound of Music Reprise. And, and then Sookie's Lava starts singing. Yeah. Dude, I timestamped that because I, I hate to say it, but just like, it, I didn't, I forgot it happened in that moment. So it started, he started singing and I was like, what is happening? But it's, it's our, if you're going to watch the video, it's hour three, minute three. Or hour one, minute three. Wow, sorry. Just <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, what this is an eight hour watch? production. It's an eight hour production. No, um, hour, hour one, minute, minute three. three. <laughs> when when you mean when Steven starts singing? Yeah, when when Steven sings, oh, it's like a great. It was very very uh, very good, honestly. I go to the hills when my heart is lonely. I know I will hear what I've heard before. What, what were you gonna say? <laughs> I mean, it, it felt like, I mean, I really did, I was surprised by it. And over time, like, I just told myself to stop focusing on, like, his singing. I thought it was yeah. good. I was just so fixated on him singing that it kind of took me out of his performance. That's fair. <laughs> I have, I have one act, I consider it more of a directing moment, but I, I toss in as an acting moment in that moment right there. It's, it's the only thing I think they missed a perfect opportunity of framing, because they have this beautiful framing of him with the kids backdrop and you seeing everyone react to him singing. 
and you see Maria in the background and she looks, she looks at him. She acknowledges that she can hear him. And then she immediately goes back to looking at the kids while everyone else stays on their dad and is reacting yeah, to the captain. It is such a missed opportunity because that could have been the moment, the turning point in regards to like, this is not who I thought he was. This is not the captain I met. Who is this guy? Not that she needs to be like, I love this guy, but she needs to be like, who is this guy? Like, this is not the guy I told off yeah. five minutes ago, yeah. you know? Do you, think, do you think that's the moment she should be falling in love with him? I think that's where it should change. Oh. And I think she should be like this. I think, you know, she's a woman who's been in an abbey for most of her life or alone without parents. So, like, she says she's never been in love. She says she's never kissed somebody as an mm -hmm. adult later on. So I feel like this could have been the perfect moment for her to have been, like, giddy, confused, like, awkward girl in front of this guy and kind of switch to all right. Oh. Because she talks about how she didn't realize she was falling in love with him until the dinner date. So it wouldn't make sense for her to feel that and, and convince, convincingly say, show it that day when she doesn't realize she's actually in love with him until they dance together at the dinner. I know. She doesn't have to know it, but I feel like the audience can know it and enjoy it. Yeah. And see that change. I think there has to be, I agree, I'm on page aside with this. I think there has to be a moment, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I think there has to be a moment before then. I think you have to see just even a moment of like, oh my God, like, wow, he's a guy who just referred to people by whistles is now, is now, is now singing and like just being sensitive and loving his yeah. children. Yeah, it, it can surround the, the focus on music because music is so important to Maria. So it can be more so like she loves that he's opening up to music, not necessarily yeah. like to like how he views her or how she views him so you yeah. wish uh maria had been looking at him longer like simplify yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> just saying Great, well she got fired before and then she's immediately rehired <laughs> instantly i wish i wish my job worked like that like, I, I love anytime i, love I do something horribly wrong i just get rehired instantly but, well, I guys, I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I got rehired. <laughs> I, I love I the Lord. Oh, what were you going to say, Paige? <laughs> Sorry. I was just going to say... Um, just one more I point, was... guys. One more point. <laughs> so, I, got, you no. <laughs> um, I love a good script when they're like, well, I'll go pack my things out. <laughs> He's like, no, wait, Maria, stay on. You're it happens great. three times, and that's what's interesting about it. It happens when uh, Laura's character does it, and she and he doesn't stop her, which goes to show what he thinks about her. What? He, oh, oh, he when she's like, "I'm I'll leaving." Pack my things, and he'll say, "Oh, I'll send one of the, yeah. I'll send the butler out." But she goes, "No, I'll do it on my own." Thanks. Like she's like, "I don't need you." Yeah, I'm a billionaire. <laughs> no, I have to say, um, after this scene, when Laura is like so impressed because they sang for Frau Schrader, yeah. and yeah, she's yeah. like. I don't know any of your names yet, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. She also said, like, I'll learn them eventually. Not, and not anytime soon. Like, and, yeah, she's great. And then when Maria, when Frau Schrader interrupted her singing, I fucking died. I was like, that is, she's like, my heart. Blah, blah, blah. Maria. <laughs> oh, Maria, I'm so happy to meet you. Yeah, like, she immediately power played that girl. She was like, no, my time, my time. Thanks. That could have been a good comedic relief moment. That yeah. it, wa it, it was good, but it could have been so much better. Here's the thing. Carrie never played comedy in this entire show. There wasn't one moment where Carrie was funny. One. <laughs> Knowingly, you mean? None. <laughs> no, think back. Was she ever funny? Purposely funny? No. 
No, she can't play it. So I thought she, she was adorable at parts. <laughs> I would agree. She, she just, I don't think it comes to her where Laura could have easily played that a bit more, but she's, again, for comedy to work, there has to be some antagonism between them. Yeah. And you could argue that she, <laughs> Carrie is the straight character in comedy. But Wow. <laughs> again, I think even playing the straight character requires some stubbornness. Yeah. Like, <sighs> I think yeah. she's just like an air filter. It just goes through. Like, <laughs> oh, 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 no. Like it's too, okay. Let's all just circle back. I think it's very easy to pick on Carrie. It because is. No one, no one could have done the role, and we yeah. would have been happy about it because ultimately, what we all want is we want Julie, Julie you know, Andrews, Julie Andrews, just to do it again. <laughs> Julie Andrews. Wait, did you guys ever see Lady Gaga? So when Lady Gaga did the Oscar performance of The Sound of Music, which is phenomenal Amazing. i recommend everybody watching it but after she's singing and she's filled with so much emotion because like everybody's like giving her a standing out whatever mm-hmm. she goes ladies and gentlemen julie andrews ladies and gentlemen julie andrews it's good it's good oh wow um, i will never say it normal again <laughs> no but you're right julie and andrews. i will say a lot of people during the time everybody was really hating on her like so much so mm-hmm. that she actually posted on twitter or something yeah. it was like yeah I, I actually think it was like a bible verse or something like uh <laughs> christian <laughs> but um <laughs> i don't think it was that bad i really don't i think no. i'm impressed that she took it on and did it and like like i thought she did a, a decent no 100 you know i i don't want it to come across like i'm hating no, her no. because she's bad when you're when you're setting up with Tony Award winning actors, it's hard. I and you are in the lead. Like you're gonna look bad. It's yeah. just gonna you know happen. You know what's interesting? Carrie did actually go and talk with Julie Andrews when she was getting cast, yeah. and asked and actually asked um, if she could cover it. She actually pretty much asked for permission from Julie Andrews. That takes a lot of. So guts. there came there came, it came with That's a lot really of respect. Sweet. I think she knew. I think she knew what she was getting into. Um, yeah. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be in her shoes for this period. None. Hell no. Do you think, do you guys know who else they were looking for? Or was Carrie the only choice? I didn't Google that, but I was just curious to see. I don't know the process of it. I didn't look it up at all. Yeah. I am not. Yeah, any guesses? <laughs> I know. I was trying to think. I'm like, who else could have done it? I really couldn't think Christian of it. Christian Jenowitz. Yeah, that would have been iconic. Talk about a comedic Maria. That would have been amazing. Like been- Mother Abbas. Your high note. Oh yeah, she would actually. That would be fun. Be so uh, I will say, I was at this point. What well, by the time we got to the dinner party? Yeah, I was so fed up with Carrie's wig. Like so fed up they should have changed it. Like at that, that point, I was like, can I understand? Like we're trying to make her like look, you know modest Austin. and like she's like still stuck in Kirsten, the, the American girl doll. Yes, I get it. I get it. But at this point I was, I was pulling my own real hair out because I was so sick of looking at that wig. Yeah. I'm like, come on guys. Like I get, you want to make it look like she's modest and stuff. Not this beautiful, you know, bodacious hair girl. I get it. But it was so annoying at this point. Yeah. And I will say when the kids are practicing in their room, Wait, who said it, Louisa? She's like, there was always a woman here. I think she lived yeah, here. It's like, I think she was always here. <laughs> it's like, did I ever what? have a mom? <laughs> that was so, so bizarre. Like, this show is so corny. Like, these lines mm-hmm. are so corny. And Lisa's like, 
Yeah, she was always here <laughs> out the window. Like, yeah. like, what the hell? Oh, and the fight that breaks out with uh, some with Connor Murphy's dad from yes, Dear Evan Hansen. Yes, it's Dear Evan Hansen's dad. Yeah, yeah. He, it, at least he wasn't a Nazi, though. No, it's two sides. So it was yeah. like the people who are supporting the Nazis and the people. Yeah, and then it's are, Baron Elberfeld. Yeah, Baron Elberfeld is the oldest family, and they're pro Austria. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the I said Kurt becomes the best wingman for his dad. Agreed. Well, Claire, you and I on our notes, I wrote Kurt is my new king, playing wingman to his dad, doing the moves in the background. Yeah! <laughs> it was good. Unbelievable. They danced the Lindler. Oh, is that I the dance? That was cute. It was cute. That's the name of the dance, yeah. I was going to say, I thought that was a really, like, romantic scene. I like, agree. between the two of them. I understood. I felt the chemistry. I agree. Oh, I love that that kid is the one, the one that's like, guys, you suck. You need to see this. The other thing is they took it, they changed it, and they, instead of all the kids telling Maria, they just had it be her. Which I love. It's Brigitte, and she says Brigitte is the one that can't tell a lie when she's talking to the father. She's like, Brigitte will never lie. So the fact that she knows this about Brigitte, Brigitte tells her this, she knows it's not a lie. It's not like a kid making it up. Yeah, just so everybody knows Brigitte says father loves you the way that he yeah. was looking at you he loves you and you love him and yeah. she's and Maria's like no yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's it's a lovely moment I love that the kid has the ownership in that scene yeah and then we transition I mean mm-hmm. the dad still doesn't realize he's in love with Maria which kills me he's like let's have the maid eat dinner with us I know <laughs> when he comes in with all the kids on him I'm like I've never been more attracted <laughs> to the captain yeah, yeah. <laughs> He and looks he's really so fun. cute. He's like, Maria, wear that dress. <laughs> yeah, wear that sexy-ass dress you wore last night. I'm engaged. <laughs> Not yet. Almost. Almost engaged. He intends, he intends to be. Oh, how about Laura Benanti's dress getting stepped on by Connor <gasps> Murphy's dad? The power <laughs> move. The power move of, excuse me, and then just tugging on it. Just Amazing power. recovery. She went, oh. excuse me. So good. That and he fair. didn't react. If I were, if that were me, I would be mortified behind that shot. I'd be like, I turned to my partner. I'm like, I just don't wear a dress. He recovered so fine. He was like, I'm just waiting here. Thank God. I was thinking, like, could you imagine if that dress had ripped? Like he, <gasps> it seemed like he really stepped on it. That would have been horrible. <laughs> she could have made it work because she's like the diva character of all of them. Like she could yeah. have pulled like a, oh, it's fine. <laughs> anyway, honey, like she could have played it off. But yeah. I mean, yeah. she, they both killed it for recovering on that one. Again, can Carrie please have her hair down is what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> and the children. <laughs> I know that I agree with you wholeheartedly. The wig is a bit much. And by the time they do change it, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Like I don't care that she has hair. I just yeah. wish so she was funny. Bald. I wasn't even aware of the wig until it changed. And I was like, I hate the new wig. Oh, really? It, it was just too modern. Like it had no like elements of nineteen like thirties to it. Yeah. We I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I want that to be an authentic nineteen thirties hairstyle. <laughs> I get it had some flair to it, but yeah. it's just so straight and like down and I don't know. Just... Yeah. Well, so after this the children are singing, they're performing for the mm-hmm. party. Regretfully they tell us, but firmly they compel us to say So long, farewell, Alfredo, say goodnight. I hate. So long, farewell. And Maria sneaks out, and it's an amazing transition of the sets. Agreed. I wrote the same thing. So well done. 
It's it goes priceless. from the Von Trapp's house to the Abbey immediately. Directly. The doors mm-hmm. slide open and the light shifts. Mm-hmm. And she's dramatically walking with the suitcase towards the light of the Abbey. It's gorgeous. Yep. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. And Can we actually just say mm-hmm. Maria is a savage? Because the captain's like, hey, come join us for dinner. And she's like, bye. <laughs> See ya. Without saying a word. She does the, she does the best Irish exit of all. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. She does the Austrian exit. <laughs> oh, God. But, all right. And I wrote, all right, Carrie, with the acting. There we go. This is the yeah. scene we talked about earlier. Audra McDonald pulled it from mm-hmm. her. She was Top phenomenal. Yep. Yeah. I'm an atheist, but uh, I believed in God after hearing Audra. <laughs> the way Audra preached, I was like, praise yeah. us all to church. The path. Yeah. And I think that's, I think Paige, I'm not even joking. I know you're being funny. I think that's why this is the scene that I thought Carrie did the best. Because I thought Mm -hmm. Audra really touched on Carrie's faith and that pulled whatever heart, real heart she has for the character out. Yeah. Because Carrie was living it. Audra was, oh, it was so gorgeous. Yeah, that, I would, that scene was phenomenal. And when she like, when Audra like touched her chest and then like pulled her in for the hug, you could just like, I was like, I want that to be me. eh? Yeah. But she was just so, it just, like, it broke Carrie down. Like, Carrie just started, like, weeping. Yeah. So good. And that line, she goes, are you in love with Captain Von Trapp? And she goes, I don't know. (laughs) It was the first time I actually believed what Carrie was saying. Yeah. Mm. It was so good. Yeah, that, I think Mother Abbas could be a very simple role where you just are pretty authoritarian Mm -hmm. and you have these little moments of humor that are unexpected. What Audra does is she makes her pretty much four different people. She makes her like the leader head of the Abbey. Mm -hmm. She makes her this like youthful girl who's been like a sister and then a mother. And then they kind of make her a friend. Like there's so many elements of what she and how she talks, even how she talks to Maria there is so much there's she's trying to do different things at different times she's trying yeah. to be the best person for her it's amazing it's mm-hmm. i never gave that character any respect and then i watched audrey mcdonald do it No, truly. That's such True a great words could never be said about that role. Yeah, because she basically tells her in this moment, she's like, you have to do what you love. You love the captain. You need to go back. You cannot be a nun. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> yeah. But in like the nicest way possible. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, and then we get to Lonely Goat Herd Reprise. Those yeah. are live favorite things. Every The thing I really, I've always heard with the show, this every song has a reprise. Every single one. If you think <laughs> you heard it once, yeah, there was you'll more hear it reprises, <laughs> reprises than anything else in the song. Oh, am I saying it wrong? Reprise, reprise, reprise. I don't know. I mean, I think both are right. Let us know who's the idiot. <laughs> Hit us up in the comments. Also, Kurt with that high note. Yes. Oh, <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry that laugh. I will say at this point when Carrie re-enters magically oh, um, yes. with the new hairdo, with yep. the Becky with the good hair. Yep. I, I did not 1930 stylized. <laughs> yeah, I went. She shredded that runway Thank so that you. Peppa could run. Because <laughs> finally we have hair down, Carrie. My God. Oh, thank God. I went. She's a woman. <laughs> I just love how she she came in and she's like, Lisa, you can't go to boarding school to escape your problems, girl. You learned that lesson today, Lisa. I you can't up go to boarding that. school to escape your problems. Where did you go? Huh? I want, I want, I want Lisa Love snap back a little bit. Okay, what, what happened to you then? The last three days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the children inform Maria that Father and Frau Schrader are engaged. 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 Mm-hmm. And Maria's like, they're they're And the ch- Maria's so excited, and the children just burst her bubble. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm ready to fall in love with him. They're like, Psych, nah, yeah. nah, ma. But when the captain comes back in and he's like, uh, but I miss, wait, he goes, the children miss you, but, I, and I missed you. It was so cute. It was so sincere. It was sweet. He does a, he does a good job of that line. Cause you think he'll be a little, like just the character he's been. Mm-hmm. If I met a man like him, I would think he would play like the victim first and mm-hmm. be like, how dare you leave? Like immediately put on that authoritarian, like victimhood. And he immediately goes like, no, I missed you. Can we sing more? Like he just immediately wants that back, which is so sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, because you would think point. he would he would take it against her to leave and not move on with it. So he was very yeah. sweet in that. What a softy. Yeah. The lion becomes the lamb. <laughs> <laughs> yes, more Twilight. <laughs> oh what a God. masochistic lion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm petitioning for Sarah not to make any more references to Twilight. It's, kind of, it's almost like he imprinted on Maria. Oh, okay. oh God. Stop it. Stop oh, it. my God. Sarah. Sarah's going to do a production of The Sound of Music, but Twilight. You know, I'm not even joking. In I'm, Forks, Washington. I've been thinking of doing a parody Twilight musical. So if you guys are in, let me know. I'm so down. What role do you want? Jasper. <laughs> Battle scores. I'll be like Jasper Shaw. I was a colonel in the my favorite, my favorite Jasper line is like, oh my God, you have the same bites as I do. Battle scores. H is hating every minute of this. Guys, can I be Jacob Black's mom? Yeah. Yeah, who's never in the show. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. The actor you know, who has never seen or not. A I didn't ask show. you to be a part of it, Paige. I asked Claire, wow. so it's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could dye my hair blonde. I'll do it. <laughs> so with this, <laughs> after this, I wrote, I go, so Elsa and Max are Nazi sympathizers. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was, I mean, it's great. It's, it's a horrifying song because they seem so complicit. Be wise, compromise. Compromise and be wise. Let them think you're on their side. Be non-committal. I will not bow my head to the men I despise. You won't have to bow your head, just stoop a little. Why not learn to put your faith and your reliance on an obvious and simple fact of science? That's literally the point. Like, that's what people were doing at the time. As long as I'm safe, I don't care what happens to them. And that's why millions of people were persecuted and killed. It perfectly summarizes everything. The, the line, there's no way to stop it. It's like, ugh, you know. Yeah, like it's the world turning. To stop it, no, there's no way to stop it. No, you can't stop it, even if you try. So I'm not going to worry. No, I'm not going to worry. Every time I see another day go by. 
Like it's just going to happen. And it's so accurate to nowadays. Like people are just trying to like shelter in place and let everything blow over. And we have to be active in what's happening in the world. Like we can't just wait for our lives to go back to normal to then pick a fight. It's not going to work like that. Yeah. What was the transition within the song where Laura goes, I, and they look at each other, her and the captain. Do you think that was the moment she was like, oh, we are not on the same page? That's it. 100%. Okay. Yeah, it's that moment where she realizes, like, at this point, the world is going to kind of implode. I mean, they know Austria is going to be annexed. They know this, and they're just kind of waiting for the inevitable. And she's accepted his hand in marriage, and she's gonna. She's she thinks she has the ability to convince him to do what she wants. And in that moment, she realizes she will never get to get him to her side of the argument in this situation, and that's her life at stake. Like, if he refuses to agree with the Nazis, then she. Mm-hmm. is in that company and i think she realizes like they're just not going to be compatible long term no it's a personally page what do you think i agree yeah i think i always whenever i watched that or at least, at least when i watched it the other day and i was taking notes i just really like that relationship because as the scene's ending and maria interrupts and it seems very uncomfortable because mm-hmm. they're still you know really pr- really much ending things there's still such a deep love and respect for one another there's mm-hmm. not hatred between the two of them mm-hmm. and it makes the captain a stronger character because he's not following i guess what was more traditional of the time where like this is what i say and what i say is what we're doing mm-hmm. it was it kind of broke the mold at least in my understanding of the time where she is her own person she's clearly earned that to communicate in this way with him and that there was um, like no real hate between each other. It was just yeah. like, there are things we cannot budge on and I love you and I want you to be safe and I love what we were sharing, but this isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. It was very, very nice. It was nice to see them just kind of like meet at that moment and understand out, isolated from every other situation. It didn't have to be about the war or Austria or Germany. There was something in that moment that they realized, although they were very similar and things would work, it wouldn't be perfect. Yeah, yeah. that's a great point. No, I mean, it was a beautiful moment, too, when mm-hmm. she, like, saw Maria, and she was just, like, and Maria's, like, congratulations on the engagement, and she goes, oh, have the children, like, the children told me you're engaged, and she goes, the children were mistaken, and it's just such a, it's, it really is a beautiful moment, because it's, like, she took the power, Yep. and it's, and when she leaves, it was, like, so powerful, I felt. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, like, her second, yeah. yeah, her second last line is, I can do it. Mm-hmm. or something, something along those lines yeah right? with the Where, packing on yeah. her own she goes no need like i've got this it's like what uh, what i love is in that when she sees maria you see all the sadness of like the facts are, like she sees in that moment mm-hmm. she had obviously she was jealous of maria but she felt she had the upper hand with her position with her wealth and with Maria leaving, she said, oh, I have this man where I want him. And even after knowing she's not happy in the relationship and she wants to end mm-hmm. it, seeing Maria back still hurt her, but she knew it was good for the two of them. Oh, without like, doubt. I mean, all of that happened in like a three-second silence. Like, it's yeah. so beautiful. Laura's gorgeous. I love her. Yeah, she was She was unbelievable. You guys yeah. should be proud that she's from Jersey. Yeah. Oh, my she's, God. She's our queen. Then after this, we, we transitioned oh. to something good but I need to say something. Um, yeah. That was an intense kiss. Yeah, I was a little worried for Carrie's husband watching that. <laughs> Where is Mike Fisher? <laughs> yeah. It was an intense kiss, I agree. It was very sexual compared to, I, I wouldn't say very, but compared to the, the film version of 1965, where there was like almost no chemistry between uh, uh, Julie Andrews and Plummer. Yeah. yeah, this one I was like, oh, wow. Like, they're, they're just going to kiss, Okay. This is happening. <laughs> I want to leave. I do. <laughs> I do love the song. Uh, um, oh, it's my favorite song. 
It is such an underrated song. And when you hear it, you're like, oh. Comes from nothing, nothing ever could. So somewhere in my youth or childhood, I must have done something, something good. It's so sweet. I mean, I think anyone who's perpetually single feels what Maria says in those lines, like, Ouch. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, wow. To be Coming from the engaged woman sorry, to yeah. two single I gals. Spent, I spent Claire, many Claire of my teen years. hug in our loneliness. Yo, yo, yo. I spent many of hey. my teen years sadly alone. Hey, no, <laughs> anyway, I think it's nice. It's this idea. It's like, we all think we're not good enough to be loved. And even Maria, angelic Maria yeah. feels that. And it's just sweet to see them, like, have that moment and think good things happen to good people. And mm-hmm. it's just a sweet, lovely moment. Yeah. Hmm. And then- see, what is up with Captain Von Trapp romancing all the women in the courtyard, though? Yeah, like- he seems a little desperate, I will say. <laughs> when? He just <laughs> got out of an engagement. He's immediately like, I see oh, it yeah. now. <laughs> Maria. <laughs> well, I love the bra delivery, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> that was fantastic but yeah I, he could have waited a day yeah. to kiss her like yeah. his girl is still in the house packing acting <laughs> on a girl at the fountain like, she's like maybe they're like as she's leaving she's like maybe i can like we can yeah. handle things and it's like oh no nope, yeah. they're making out like <laughs> if, if her bedroom faces the courtyard she's watching the mac like yep. shit you could have waited a minute Sarah, this was time. Come on. <laughs> they didn't have time. We, this is TV. We have no time to waste. <laughs> I'm just saying. They're lucky, like, she was even out of frame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wrote next, so they get married. I wrote, yeah. why are the girls' bridesmaid dresses like the ugly stepsisters yeah. in Cinderella? Yeah. The big bows. That was so ridiculous. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Iconic. I mean, the wedding is what it is. It, yeah. I mean, it's cute. It's they get cute. married. Love problems. It. How to solve a problem? Reprise. Yeah. She's wearing a scandal outfit, like a scandalous outfit from the thirties. It's like a sexy nightgown for your wedding. Oh, that's true. What did they say? They're like, she didn't have time. Like her didn't... slip. She doesn't have a slip for her nightgown. It's like because she's not gonna wear it. She's gonna bust down <laughs> with the captain. Yeah, she wants to have von Trapp baby number eight, guys. Eight. Okay. Yeah. I was curious about if they would like sneak that into the film somehow. Like, <laughs> what? Pregnancy? Pregnant belly? I don't know. Like, Included pregnancy? I yeah. Think that's you do realize saying. it's been like a day. That, at that point, there's less than a day since their honeymoon. She wouldn't have a pregnancy belly. Yeah, don't tell me. Well, Maybe if this they were was Twilight. I'm going. I'm going. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Paige, put put it, Paige, sit, come back. Okay, you're back. <laughs> Never again. Um, so while so they get married and they're on their yeah. honeymoon and the yeah. children are going to perform in the concert. Yes. That Max is holding. organizing whatever organizing. Say, yeah. They come back and Georg freaks out. He's My children will not sing in public. <laughs> Why is past he- it at this point? Why is he so mad? They're talented. They learned how to harmonize in 0.2 seconds. I think it's like, because now this concert is a is a representation of Germany um, and Austria, yeah, and he's just anti-Germany. Yeah. 
but yeah it could have been phrased like he's not they're not singing at that concert yeah you know everybody like he's freaking out about yeah. uh, the captain everybody leaves but marie and liesel have a sweet moment when you're 16 going on 17 waiting for life to start somebody kind who touches your mind will suddenly touch your heart when that happens after it happens nothing is quite the Mm-hmm. Interrupted by Nazi Ralph and Franz, the butler. <laughs> More <laughs> Maria going, even Franz. <laughs> <laughs> the framing on that, the fact that she cheating out. <laughs> she turned completely opposite of Franz, away from Liesel to the camera to say, even Franz? Yeah. It A was character iconic. who's been in the show for probably 0.2 seconds. I will say, it sucks because the Ralph character is doing such a great job of delivering that intensity, yes. but I like it stinks because he has to give so much to come off as like you know this shocking kind of interruption to the happy wedding. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I do wish, just like the line implies, like maybe he was warning us. I wish there could have been yeah. a bit more. Again, these dramatic pauses could have happened where he was like, what you're saying. you know, tell your father that you know even he can't avoid this like just more urgency rather than anger in his voice yeah because rolf was like being really abrasive and liesel and maria are like oh like they're sort of hinting like we know you guys like pissed in the woods and he's just totally changed and i agree with you sarah that that transition moment would have been really good if just a soft reminder of like he he sees her still yeah. yeah. The other yeah. thing that's supposed to be more jarring is that you're supposed to see, we've already pointed out that he looks like a grown man, <laughs> like a 45 year old. But what's supposed to be so like upsetting, kind of heartbreaking is there's a, this great high and they come back and everyone's together, they're family. And you're supposed to see that like things have changed since they were gone, even if it was short. And this kid who was once just like an innocent little boy is now having to be put in the situation. It's supposed to be very scary, but because he's a grown man, he just looks meaner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. It's like, oh God. <laughs> he should have he should have been a little softer in the first scene so that he comes off more intense in this last one. Or just more confused. Like point. He, yeah. like it's more about the appearance of like being a part of this group. Now maybe not like yeah. being sold hook, line, and sinker on now I'm a, like a part of this thing. Yeah. No, definitely. Um after this, Georg is asked. <laughs> the captain i just love saying georg it's good <laughs> so he's asked to run a vessel for berlin and he says no but he's at first like it'd be cool to run a ship it's like yeah. ah, <laughs> hold on mister yeah. like freaking out about germany and now it's like oh but a boat <laughs> it just goes to show that all men if you inflate their egos they will accept yeah and the best is maria goes i'll i'll do whatever you choose and he's like okay, you're right. I won't do it. <laughs> she like, goes, of course. Yeah, like, it, it kind of is implied that Maria's like, I support you, but I have an opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? It should have been delivered that way. She was like, whatever you want. And he goes, I guess I can't. She goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, it should have been like, whatever you want. Like, I'm with you 100%. And then yeah. him, her faith in him should have reminded him of like who he is as a man. Mm-hmm. And like, of course we can't. And she'd be like, yeah. oh, you would say that. It would just it would show so much more about their love, like how quickly they do know each other. Yeah. Instead, it just comes off as like, okay, honey. Yeah. <laughs> okay, honey. Uh-huh. Yeah, we won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, I remember, so in this moment, uh, the Nazis are like, you need to come with us immediately. Yeah. And Maria 
smart thinking is like, actually, no, we can't come because we have to perform in a concert, the family yeah. bomb trap. And this transit, well, first of all, I just have to say before this, uh, when she goes, Liesl, the note, and Liesl with the pitch pipe, like, oh. so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so prepared. I love the costume change. Like, she got all yeah. the kids dressed in three minutes. Like, Here's it's iconic. I get why the kids have costumes, because Max was planning on them for to perform. Why does Mr. and Mrs. Von Trapp have matching outfits? That's a great point. I bet, uh, my thinking is Maria always was going to make him perform. <laughs> she he already, loves the limelight. She already made the costume, and she was like, "He's gonna sing with us." Yeah. Here's the tip: you know, remember how they're like, "We weren't expecting you back from your honeymoon for another three days." Yeah, Maria's like, "Honey, I'm really tired. Let's go home." Yeah, yeah. Why don't we just go she home was- on this date? <laughs> <laughs> that transition, though, was so- I remember watching it live. I was like, "Wow, it's good." <laughs> we see a stage that has never been shown on the set yet, and it transitions from the Von Trapp into the concert hall, which was gorgeous. Yeah. And they stomp it down the aisle like a true theater company. <laughs> Get in that audience. Engage with those people. Like a junior high school production of yeah. The Sound of Music. Or Godspell. <laughs> or God- The show I'm cursed by. All of us are cursed by Godspell. Yeah, we all, have, we all have cursed We all have war stories from Godspell. <laughs> yeah. We all have our battle scars. <laughs> battle scars. <laughs> Uh, if you could, guys, in the in the audience, if you've never watched Twilight, oh just my God, Sarah, no, no Sarah, stop it, just stop it, Sarah, Jasper, Battle Scars on YouTube and enjoy. Can we just say Sarah delivers it more like Sean Connery saying Battle Scars? He goes Battle Scars. No, watch it. No. How dare, how dare you. Um, I got the chill. So, they, so they're performing and Max informs them. It's Ugh. a beautiful moment of him Ugh. being, Christian Brawl was perfect. He basically is telling them, oh, wait, hold on, guys. Actually, you are leaving. You have to leave immediately after this performance. He's like warning him. Yeah, but in the perfect, like, Bardian way. Like, oh, it's so the good. audience, it's so sad that we have to say goodbye to Captain. But the whole time he's like, now it's your only chance to get out of here. When he like looks and they stare at each other and it's like their goodbye. It's so it's such a beautiful moment. Agreed. It's it's the, my favorite Max the, moment in the show. The yeah. skill of having such a serious, sincere, loving moment, but then to take and and pull out every little bit of humor by dragging out that announcement and him eating up like what a, someone would do to kind of fill time as like the meta of it was so funny. Like the the time he turned to the opera singer a couple extra times yeah. just like yes. fill it. Yes. It was so perfect. It was so Agreed. funny. So like you go from like your heart is so full, you're like, oh my gosh, you're so tense. It's releasing that tension and making yeah. you laugh to like enjoy it. It's so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say though, when the captain performs Edelweiss. harmony at the end i got chills i was like whoa that was really good i mean the song means a lot if you guys don't know it was the last song oscar hammerstein wrote before he died 
Wow. Um, it's the last oh, song man. him and Rogers wrote together. Together. Yeah. So he was in his, he was dying of stomach cancer. Um, and oh. yeah, it's just so, it's already miserable. And so he wrote this song. They knew they wanted to add it something in the concert to add meaning about being proud of your homeland without, you know, giving up on it. So mm-hmm. It's just such a beautiful moment, but it also, I think it just, it's a perfect Twilight song for who Oscar Hammerstein was as a person. <laughs> And I just love him. Don't even make fun of me. Like, I she, love him. No, she said, because you said Twilight. <laughs> I meant Twilight like the end of something. I know. Like, you know, like no, the Twilight say, years, quote unquote. Well, yeah. But I have to say one other, th- other thing. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's awakens the new moon of Stephen time. Next time, just use the word opus. Just use opus next time. Opus, and, and, take and opus. sometimes, you, I forget that oh. song eclipses Hammerstein's oh, work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely so, not. So um, with that song, though, I, I read somewhere that they said that was one of the hardest songs to write because they had to make it sound like an anthem. And I'll never forget when I was in elementary school, me and my friend were talking about like we love the sound of music and we were talking about Edelweiss and our friend's mom was like, oh, you know, that's not actually like an Austrian song that was written for the musical. And we were taken aback. We were like, yeah. what? That's not yeah. like their song. Like I act like they did such a beautiful job of actually making it sound like an anthem for Austria. Yeah. I'm sure it's been adopted as one at this point. I because- would assume. I just want to say that I love nothing more than watching. There's two different, like there's two times where actors in the show have to pick up a guitar and play. <laughs> and Carry on a word does it, and you can kind of believe it. Poor yeah. Stephen Wire picks it up, and you're like, he looks so scared to hold that guitar. Yeah. Do I? Yeah. What part do I strum? <laughs> I would love nothing. I would love nothing more than to see somebody watch him like a guitar. There's people who do this where they watch like fake performances and they play what they're actually playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's I funny. I don't That's think it was anything. It was probably not. Yeah, she, I would be way though. She yeah. was. I think she was. If not, she was definitely pantomiming what would be played. It was practically it this up. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, so after this, they run off stage and they're mm-hmm. hiding in the abbey. Ugh. And that hiding behind- spot was not a hiding spot. <laughs> they're hiding you. behind flower pots in the courtyard. Yeah. And yelling. in the film, it was like, yeah, oh, never look there. Yeah. You know, where in this one, it's like they're out in the open. Yeah. When Gretel yells, is this, this is God's house? <laughs> like, shut up! <laughs> Gretel, we're gonna leave you here! <laughs> so, in that moment, they're, it's so, it's actually comical where they're hiding, because it's so out in the open. Yeah, it's they're like, the Nazis never check outside. But <laughs> Rolf catches them, but he redeems himself a little bit. But still a Nazi. <laughs> Again, this is one of those points. They need it more time. Like, yeah. I need to believe he's going to shoot Captain Von Trapp in the face. Like, I need I to feel believe that. that. I, I mean, I think his delivery, I just think they could have held it before he drops it. Like, yeah. I didn't see him make, I, I think this is TV editing, not like the actor or the director. I think it's just like, yeah. we got to get to the end of the show. Eight o'clock. Yeah. Do it. I wanted the melodrama. I wanted the reaction of you see him really confident. You see Liesl Hop. You see him lower it, raise it, yeah. like second guess it, and then lower yeah. it for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then the raise it again and lower it, raise it low. <laughs> and, then, and then raise it to his own head. And then raise, and then raise it. it again and then raise the hand that doesn't have then, the gun. And then you see him silently <laughs> curse points. God and he points it up at the heavens. <laughs> but then he points it at Gretel, which is weird. <laughs> Oh no. Yes, that, reminded me of that. <laughs> that reminded me of our Game of Thrones, the musical. 
Oh my god. I need a minute. Wait, that's not Game of musical. <laughs> Do you remember? It no? I don't remember any of oh, it. Oh, it was called. What was it called? What will I tell my friend? I don't remember. Oh my god, I'll perform it. So Please. it was the moment we performed this in the DH. We came up with it because you guys were like. <laughs> this was also what I called Call Drogo Carl. Sorry, we're totally <laughs> sidestepping here. <laughs> and you guys made fun of me for that. <laughs> and, then, and then I go, oh, I'm up to the part where he was looking through the book and it was like hair of black, hair of black, golden. And Sarah, you just go, hair of black, hair of black, golden, golden. golden. <laughs> I do remember this. Right. Yeah. And then it was, what will I tell my friend? <laughs> Robert Baratheon. <laughs> oh my God. How do you remember this? Clever as hell. I was I like, and then it goes, after that, it goes, <laughs> dude, you're gonna laugh because I know the next part. So, what will I tell my friend? Remember at the end, that his wife has fucked her brother and this child is about another. What will I tell my friend? <laughs> was that improvised or did I write it? We all came up with it together. Okay, okay. So no, like, you you improvised the hair of black, hair of black, hair of black golden. golden, golden. I do remember that. Oh, what <laughs> so will that I is tell what will I tell my friend reprise in Game of Thrones, the musical. Ooh. See, there's so many ways to like just bring new life to stories, and that's one think, of them. I think for everyone listening, you you witnessed what I've witnessed, and I think we just found our new Roger and Hammerstein. And it's <gasps> Hugh Carrow and Urquhart. Oh my god, oh it doesn't work well even angry. the tongue, but it works. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, the Picaro part sounds better, but... No. I'm sorry. <laughs> All Urquhart. <laughs> no, okay. I think we can for Twilight I think we can do it. I think we should do it. Oh I think we god. should co-write Twilight and, you know, it's just a fun, a parody. Guys, nothing Perfect. too serious. So we oh, need, we need some lightness in the world right now. <clears throat> I'll write it tonight and we will start uh, treating some songs. Perfect. Can it be well, a rock nothing opera? nothing else to do. Can it be a rock opera? No. Okay. That is a silly ass question. (laughs) I mean, it's gonna be phantom, but in all the right ways. (laughs) Hear me out. Gender bend? No. Oh yes. Well, wait. I'm gonna play Jasper. Well, (laughs) I want you playing boy Jasper. (laughs) Oh no. Okay. Yo. How do you, where did, where did this come from? Now, okay, so they just escaped. They're hiding from the Abbey. Rolf <laughs> almost shoots Gretel. Yes. <laughs> That's where we were. <laughs> it is a five minute long scene of Rolf deciding what to do with the gun. <laughs> this, this whole time he's been raising, lowering his gun. He shot a nun. I don't know when that happened, but he shot a nun. Yeah. <laughs> he shot her in the foot as a, as a warning. <laughs> yeah, as a warning <laughs> shot. <laughs> If you're still listening, I'm sorry. Okay, so okay, so he lowers his gun and yeah. runs away. Yeah, they learn. So they're they're like, okay, well, we need to leave. We'll take our car. We have a car. <laughs> we have a car. Mother Abbess is like, the roads are blocked. You cannot. So they have to walk to Switzerland. <laughs> I know these mountains. These are my mountains. Mm-hmm. We Every can day. do it all by ourselves. I'm Kurt. <laughs> what about? <laughs> Oh, that was so cute. It was I sweet. He's like, you guys don't need to help us. I can do it. And I was like, yeah. 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 Of course, Kurt. And then it's just a sweet moment. They sing Climb Every Mountain, another reprise. And a beautiful moment of the captain and Maria looking off in the distance. Part of me was wondering if if he would drop her hand. I'm happy he didn't. I'm no, happy, I'm happy he, didn't he didn't too. Like, 
there's that it's like kind of like he's like come on girl like oh, mm-hmm. no, we're gonna stir the mountains but he stays there with her i just think it's a beautiful choice again i think it's just looking at your home yeah. potentially for the last time yeah. i think yeah. it's what it is no it's totally. a beautiful moment Love no it. it's really sweet and then uh, that's it yeah end of show fiend but i will say they do a cute thing at the end of this where they show clips of like the rehearsal and the live show and i just have to say everybody's in like rehearsal wardrobe but carrie underwood looks amazing like her rehearsal wardrobe i'm like i would take that any day her hair was on point yes and there was one where she went from her opening sound of the hills are alive sound of music song she was wearing like so much eyeliner and then they went like she had like a big like white woman scarf you know what i mean like fall bitch scarf yeah. and then she went from like maria with a dutch braid i was like i mean thrown a bit <laughs> so guys just, what would you rank it oh page sorry what were you gonna say no i nothing stupid <laughs> no, no, no. continue tell us stupid tell us stupid okay. I just realized my last, I, I mentioned my second to last note was I remembered we did the show, but my very last note was um, a fucking flower crown, get the fuck out. No, in reference to the wedding, she's wearing a flower crown. I thought that was so weird. And I was like outspoken of all things about the flower crown. Why? And I don't know, like looking at it now, it just seems very, very unnecessary. <laughs> like the note. a traditional sign of just like youth and beauty and stuff. Hmm. It's so much. And stuff. So much. It's midsummer. <laughs> midsummer. Summer. Um, oh, I have a question that I always ask when it comes to movies, and Sarah knows this. Okay. It's it's the ensemble question. So you can't be a speaking role in the movie. What would be your favorite ensemble role in Sound of Music Live? <laughs> I know. I want to be the maid serving coffee in. Um, I'll find it. Wow. Um, I'll explain why. How can love survive? The maid behind them outside on the patio when how can love survive? She is smizing so hard during that scene, just standing there silently like, here's your tea. I love this. I just, I couldn't stop staring at her. I think mine would be the the new convert, the new woman with the blue suit. Cause I'd, I just want to be in a scene with Audra McDonald. I just want Audra McDonald <laughs> to be near me. I regret my choice. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yours, yours was good. Oh, I just, thanks. Yeah, very that's a good, good question, Paige. Who would your, who would yours be? I didn't have a good one for this one. I think you picked out two good ones that stood out. The one other one that stood out, who did not speak a single line, was there was someone at the party at the Von Trapp residence, and they start singing. Uh, the kids start singing like "Good Night," mm-hmm. and she starts waving like giddy waving before it's time for them to wave. <laughs> like she's so excited and that would inevitably be me i'd be like oh my god this is happening these kids are so cute i'm just gonna wave at them this if you could be an object in the show what object would you be (laughs) (laughs) ralph's gun (laughs) (laughs) claire gets it claire gets it um i want to be the curtains that get turned into play clothes oh oh that's very good that's a good one I want to be the guitar that Stephen Moyer doesn't like. <laughs> if you could be a wig. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no kidding. Um, so what would you guys rank this out of, like, live musicals that have been done? Most musicals are live. <laughs> well, on TV. Oh, bitch. You know, of this, of this like, past Thank you. Sarah years. understood. I'm sorry, I did Live, live television <laughs> broadcast ABC musicals. stuff like The that. televised NBC, like, recent. Yeah. Yes. Last, like, 10 years kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Can you remind me? I know there's Peter Pan. What else is there? So there's Peter Pan, hairspray, grease, uh, grease, rent, whiz. Um, We do not speak of Um, rent. It's technically there. Jesus Christ Superstar. A lot. Yeah, there's been a good handful. I actually think this might be my favorite because I was like, this was the first one. I know. And I think it was just like, I was so happy that they were doing this. And I think that's what really sparked joy in me, you know, but I did love hairspray too. Hairspray I thought was amazing. Hairspray was probably my favorite. Hairspray was probably my favorite. Um, This this being the trendsetter, this is the first first televised musical in like almost 50 years Mm -hmm. or something like that. It's a big deal. I have to give it credit for that. It's a big undertaking. Uh, And it definitely reawoken some, you know, musical interests in the general public mm-hmm. of those six i'd probably put it like third or fourth yeah that's fair it's hard um i haven't i'm gonna be honest i haven't seen all of them just because i was late to the game and then when i heard the reviews i was like i'll just wait so for example rent i didn't watch it but so i can't it's hard for me to rank it and same thing with jesus christ superstar i didn't i just didn't get to watch Ooh. it when I, oh that is I a heard good it was one i forgot about so it i heard it was yeah. good too yeah, so mm-hmm. that's my number one it's hard i've really only seen like four of them i've seen sound and music peter pan hairspray and grease so okay. in that order i might put it yeah like between second and third place somewhere in there for me um <laughs> i mean peter pan it's it's not good. Peter Pan. Entertaining though. So for a part of me wants to put it in the first slot because when I watch it, it's just amazing. It was the cast of Newsies more. as the Lost Boys. Yeah. But Christopher Walken as Hook. I I'll never forget the line where he's like, "A hook for every boy." <laughs> Whatever. That's not my. That is a horrible Christopher Walken. <laughs> I like it though. Thank you. And then I, I liked Grease. Um. Yeah, Grace was it was good. okay. You know what I mean. Who was in Grace? I don't know if I watched that one. Who was okay, in Grace? This is a somber moment uh, from Grace, but that, like, Je- uh, Vanessa Hudgens' father passed away that day. Day, yeah. And she performed and yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah, it was a good cast. I forget. Um, it was cute. They did like the original, like traditional Who played Danny Zuko. I don't remember. I- oh, traditional I have- Grace. Yeah. I- Aaron- I oh, Aaron Tveit. Aaron Tveit, right, oh. that's why. Yeah, yep. yeah. you should watch it, Paige, because Grease should. is kind of high on my list um, for that reason. Cause it was I just like, hate Grease the show. I'm so over Grease. I loved it make, as a kid, I'm over it. Yeah. Did they make Jen actually plus size, or did they no. cast a skinny girl nope. again? She was, was average size. I would say she was like a size six. Who was Jan? It wasn't a, it wasn't a 10 plus, I'll tell you that. No, <laughs> never is. She, so yeah. annoying. It's literally in the script. Make anyway. Jan fat. Yeah, <laughs> and I can say that. Her her character description is fat. Yeah, <laughs> like I play Jan. It says she's pudgy and oh, no. chubby. That was like, yeah. um, did you guys see Big Little Lies? Yeah, a little bit of it. Did you read the book or no? No. So Reese Witherspoon's character is supposed to be plump. That's in ridiculous. the book. That's I'm like, disgusting. are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. No. A, Holly, a Hollywood plump, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> I mean, that could be a whole podcast is looking at shows that should have fat people in it and don't. Well, let's circle back then. Hairspray. Well done. Do, yeah. Do oh, yeah. Thing. You cannot do hairspray and not have Tracy Without having a plus being, size. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Exactly. A big girl. And also, uh, going back to Hairspray, um, I thought Jennifer Hudson's performance mm-hmm. as Motormouth Maybell was yep. phenomenal. Agreed. I thought she should have won an Emmy for it. Agreed. So Hairspray. Beautiful. That's what I mean. 
so many of these live shows, they have so many great, like I wouldn't put the sound of music low because Audra is so gorgeous in it and Laura mm-hmm. and you know, there's so many great performances in it. So I can't hate it. It's no. just like when you, there's like every one of these shows has like that one weird, yeah. like undeniable confusing part that you just can't get past. Without a doubt. Guys, thank you so much. This is so much better than what I could have ever imagined. You, are you sure about that? I know. Are you sure about that? I'm, I am positive. I'm gushing. <laughs> I oh, Gushing God. and blushing. Gushing and blushing. No, seriously, girls, thank you so much for watching it. It, really it was fun. lovely. Yeah. And your notes and I, <laughs> anything else before we sign off? Who's going to be our angel for this Twilight musical? <laughs> you angel? need an angel? Uh, producer. It's a producer. That's some lingo there. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up. It was, they used to call it an I've angel. I've heard that. They used to call it an angel. Look they it used up. They call producers angels? Yeah, like the producers. There's a reference to it in the producers. Oh. Okay. It is, it is a theater vocab. I want to be. Um, I don't know. Are you paying me? Is that what you're saying? Well, <laughs> no, I'm saying I, we need I, a producer. You know what we should do? If we come up with anything for Twilight the Musical, we have to have a reading on here. Yeah, a live <laughs> reading. A live um, reading. I'm not kidding. We need I to think, recruit some people. Like, uh, I think Margaret would be a fantastic co-script writer. Yes. And I, I need Mandy's visual skills. Stage know. management. She'll yeah, like, get our shit together. I'm not a music person. I can make believe like I can make a melody, but I can't play an instrument. So oh, no, neither can I. We're no, actually talking about this. Paige is scared. <laughs> Paige is I think horrified. we can do it. If anything, we can acapella until we get somebody who writes music. Oh my God. <laughs> You okay. think I'm kidding. I'm not. No, I am excited, actually. I just want to know enough. Let's break it up. What characters you want to write for to start? Like, what perspective? No. <laughs> None. Okay, None. I'm, not, I'm not demanding. I'm not a very demanding person, but can I please play Renesme when you ever write that? Oh. Oh, now you want to say? Now, <laughs> oh, now you want to be a part of it. I'm you really have to be double-casted. And because, you have to be CGI'd. Yeah, there's a thing. You have to be <laughs> double-casted because Renesme is so small. You have to play a secondary character no, sooner than that. Because <laughs> I'm not, and that's my rule for the role. You must also play Esme. I'm kidding. <laughs> you have to also play Renee or Esme. You have to play Renee and Esme. And then you're Renesme. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Wow. This is so ridiculous. Girls, okay. I love you so much. Love you. Thank you again. Great you times. That's it for this week's episode, folks. I really just want to say a huge thank you again to Paige and Sarah for joining me today and for watching The Sound of Music live. I could not have done it with anyone else. And as I said earlier in this episode, I will include the link in the episode description to watch The Sound of Music live. I think I recommend it highly. I hope we did a good enough job to make you want to watch it. But who knows? I think it's fun for all. fun for the family and for everyone until next week courtney take your break you have you love with all-